Hello and welcome to night number 31 of 31 Nights of Frights presented by In Our Honest Opinion. That's right, we made it through 30 episodes. Number 31 is right here. So, happy Halloween everyone and hope everyone stays safe out there tonight. If you don't know it by now, my name is Adam and I'll be your host. Also, one more thing before I get into revealing the episode tonight for night 31. I will be revealing at the end of the episode, I will be saying the first code word for our contest. I'll be saying that again at the very end of this episode, so keep an ear out for that. So, how about we end this one where we started? Starring Jamie Lee Curtis and written by David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Directed by David Gordon Green with a score by John Carpenter. This is Halloween. So forget everything you knew before. Uh, Do not remember any of the sequels. This here is there's only two Halloween movies in existence. You have the first one. Uh, from 1978 and then you also have this one here from 2018 so this is Halloween 40 years later Jamie Lee Curtis returns to the role that made her famous as Laurie Strode and in the movie you find out she has a little bit of PTSD Uh, that did not stop her from starting a family having failed marriages and having a daughter and a granddaughter. So, she has waited 40 years for her her revenge against Michael Myers. Uh, she witnessed, I believe, three deaths in the first uh, Halloween film. So, we have to say, alright, that can definitely uh, damage somebody. Um, but, as it turns out... I said she had a little PTSD. No, she has a lot PTSD. (laughs) Uh, She has a panic room in her house. Um, She has all kinds of guns and a shooting range on her property. Um, So it's, uh, yeah, she definitely has PTSD pretty bad. So getting back to the plot, as it turns out, uh, it seems the state Uh, is going to stop providing funding for Michael Myers uh, to be in psychiatric care, and they are transferring him to, I believe, a prison or maximum security facility. And, well, he escapes. So if there's... It's a good movie. I'm going to flat out say that. Uh, But if there's one complaint, and I want to get that off my chest right away... Uh, is that everything seems too familiar throughout the whole thing. Uh, some of the kills and deaths in the uh, in the movie itself, I don't know, been there, done that before. However, some of the new kills are pretty brutal. Uh, the body count is definitely higher, and there is a little bit more blood and gore throughout. My other big complaint, so I said I have one complaint. I have two complaints. My only other complaint here is the fact that it's hard for me to believe that she did not get, I guess, better help and that this uh, 
took basically her entire life uh, and she's been gearing up for this moment. So I think the believability is a little off here. However, we're looking at a slasher horror film. But with those off my chest, uh, I'm going to say that this was actually a pretty good movie. And I think it's uh, quite possibly the best sequel that you could have hoped to have to John Carpenter's original. I think it helped having Carpenter steer the ship a little bit with uh, McBride and uh, David Gordon Green. Um, I really think that Carpenter's guidance helped this along. You will not confuse this for one minute for a John Carpenter film or even John Carpenter's original. There's so many nice little nods to the original Halloween film as well as its sequels that I think it's a really good sequel and follow-up to the original Halloween. I think it's more successful than Halloween H2O. Um, Halloween H2O is okay, but that one kind of suffers from being a movie of its time. Uh, there's little self-referential types of jokes throughout. And not only that, H2O kind of cheated us by the end of it. Um, this one here, definitely, uh, if I want to get into the ending a little bit, I'm not going to say exactly what happened. Um, but it could be taken as a finality or it could actually be taken as left open. So everything about this movie has definite goodwill. Um, by goodwill, I mean, it shows a definite love of the actual source material. This is kind of a lovingly crafted movie, and it's good to see David Gordon Green and Danny McBride step out of their comfort zone of comedy. Uh, this does have some comedy in it. Uh, it did make me chuckle at some of the stuff, but you can definitely pick out their little touches on dialogue, which honestly is not a bad thing. It lightens things up a little bit. Um, I do think the family aspect, as far as Laurie Strode and her family, I think that is played out pretty good here. Um, I don't know if they're given enough screen time, though, as far as uh, Judy Greer. And I cannot for the life of me think of the name of the, the daughter. Um, but I don't think that they were given really enough to make us care as much as what we should have but the family aspect I think was actually done fairly well so characters I did not care for I did not care for the podcasters even though I realized they're kind of a catalyst uh, to help the plot along um, I really did not like them also we have a new Dr. Loomis uh, his name is not Loomis but he more or less is Dr. Loomis. Uh, there is a little bit of a twist uh, throughout involving his character, and I really did not care for that one bit. It just honestly did not make much sense to me. I think acting across the board and direction is solid. Um, I really thought Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, she did a good job with her PTSD, Laurie Strode. 
And also, I really, really liked seeing the silver shamrock masks uh, from uh, Halloween 3, which I know was a flop, but now has gotten to be kind of a cult status style movie, and it definitely deserves it. Uh, that's just, everybody knows Halloween 3 as the one without Michael Myers. Uh, sure, that's exactly what it is. However, uh, it's actually a really entertaining uh, movie in its own right. So, it was great to see the masks uh, here again. So, I know it sounds like I had quite a bit of negatives to say. No, this is actually a good movie. It's a good sequel. It's a good Halloween sequel. Um, it's kind of nice because you can pick your own timeline. I believe there is three timelines now for the Halloween series. Um, I guess it might even be four if you consider the, uh, the Rob Zombie movies to be a separate timeline. Um, I don't really consider those to be a part of the series. Uh, that's a remake and a sequel to the remake. So it's, it's kind of a cool idea. It's nice that we live in an age where we can actually have retcon sequels. Um, and it's even funny to see how Halloween 18 starts up. Uh, it actually starts up with, uh, with the pumpkin in a very similar fashion of the first Halloween film. However, this pumpkin, I guess, has been rotten. Uh, it's been rotting all of this time, um, but it kind of inflates and it kind of made me laugh a little bit. However, I get that. It means that Halloween was dead for basically 40 years and now it's back with a nice, uh, nice, healthy, fresh pumpkin again. Uh, I know that's a silly way to put it, but it was cool, but kind of funny at the same time. Overall, I think this one is going to satisfy all the Michael Myers and uh, Halloween fans out there. Um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was good, and if you have not seen it yet, I recommend probably checking out the first one um, before you see this one. Um, but go into it and have a great time. I think uh, the wait for a good Halloween film. I think uh, I think that wait is over. And with that, I'm going to end this episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter at Adam underscore FBGM. Also, check out our podcast, uh, Inner Honest Opinion. We have our Halloween episode up. Uh, we have compilation episodes. There will be a compilation episode of 31 Nights of Frights coming this Thursday. And that is where you will be able to find the other code word for our Instagram contest. Uh, we have a contest where you can win a 31 Nights of Frights t-shirt. And that is simply by taking the code words that I'm giving you uh, and putting them putting them on the post. First one to do it wins, uh, wins an awesome shirt. So in case you missed that word on the last episode... That word is ghostly. So remember that word, ghostly. Also, while I have your attention here, I did want to do a little bit of a thanks to everyone for listening over the course of this month. Um, 
you know, whether you were listening every day, whether you were listening to the compilation of all of the 31 Nights of Frights when we were compiling a week together, I just want to say thanks to everybody. Also, uh, for the ones that uh, got me into podcasting, uh, Marvin and Will, I'd like to thank them for giving me the opportunity and giving me an outlet for some of my creativity and allowing me to speak about some of the films that I love. Also, got a, f- got a few more dedications um, and thank yous. And that would be to the people that got me into horror movies in the first place. Um, my, uh, my mom and my dad, I mean, they just, uh, they were, they knew that they were something that I enjoyed watching and they let me watch them. And it was actually a lot of fun discovering things for the first time and then doing this here in rediscovering and rediscovering movies. So be it you, the listeners, be it my, uh, in our honest opinion, family, uh, my mom, my dad, uh, my girlfriend. I just want to thank everybody for, uh, for listening, the love and the support. I had a blast and hopefully I will be back here next year to give you another 31 nights of frights. And with that, Happy Halloween and good night.